2: Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at TAB. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, we're happy to have you guys here because I know you're not outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the one secret I know. You're all cuddling up with your computers to stay warm. And uh, so if you have any issues with them, feel free to get online. 860 wtic is the number. And uh, we'll be here for you till 11. Uh, at 10.05, we have a guest coming in studio. We have Matt Service from Environmental Office Solutions is going to come in. And they do something really kind of cool. I mean, it's, it's cool. How they do it is really more cool than what they do. Um, they recycle... Um, ink cartridge, old ink check cartridges. Wow. Used ink check cartridges. And it, the process is amazing. And he'll be talking about how they do it, why they do it. They have a 50,000-square-foot facility here in East Hartford for their ink toner processing and another 35,000-square-foot in Colorado. And uh, I thought it would be interesting to hear how he does it and just the technology that they've done, put in place, and the cameras, the, te- the quality control, and the automation they put in place to try to make this work. And uh, so he'll be joining us at 10.05. So lots going on here at uh, Computer Talk. And let's go get to the news that we usually have here. Dennis, what do you got going on?
4: Well, I've got a little bit of news about the GPU and CPU market. All right. what it's going now, on there? We all know that for the last several years, yes. going back to, what, 2015 or so, mm-hmm. uh, You know, graphics cards were getting hard to get a hold of, and the prices were going through the roof. Only because of Ding Dongs making Bitcoin. Right. They were uh, mining Bitcoin with them, and man, they were just buying those things up. So the rest of us that actually need them to do
2: work... Yeah, like like draw buildings and design bridges, all the things that we really need to have.
4: aircraft parts. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you don't really need those, so uh, okay.
2: All used for Bitcoin.
4: At any rate... um, As we know, also, with the Bitcoin mining starting to go away because crypto was dying. Thank God. uh, Now, the prices of GPUs, especially, Mm -hmm. have started going down. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out that AMD, who's the chief competitor to Intel in that world, and they also compete with NVIDIA in just the GPU market. Well, they've been like... You're doing a little bit of self-help lately. Okay. Um, they have admitted, according to an article that I found, yeah. that they are under-shipping chips. That doesn't sound nice. In other words, they're not meeting all of their sales goals. And the demand. On purpose. Right. And the demand for them. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Keeping the price high. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. I mean- you know, just when we thought we were out of a real big hole, right? we're getting back into one.
2: Well, I mean, that's AMD's risk, right? The market's the market. Thankfully, NVIDIA, PNY, all those other companies out there will just hopefully just well, provide what they need.
4: PNY still has to buy the chips from Correct. AMD. They do. Um, yeah. And, you know, AMD is just one player in the market. There's right. Intel that makes CPUs, and then there's NVIDIA that makes GPUs. Right. So right. I wonder how much they can do. On their own to manipulate the market. The problem is Mm. NVIDIA apparently has been doing the same thing, according to this article that I've got. Jeez. So, we are toast. (laughs) Somebody figured
2: out that if you don't have enough stuff, it costs more. Same thing with eggs. I wonder what they're doing there. Are they telling telling the chickens not to lay? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they are. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right, well, uh, your, your GPU is still going to stay high-priced as long as they constrict the supply. In other news, uh, hackers are using a new technique to trick you and deliver phishing attacks. <gasps> they're using um, a method that – so here's the thing, right? If, if you – a phishing attempt, again, all they're doing is asking you what your password is, right, which is what I ask you guys on occasion on this program. And, and
4: there's a reason for it, people.
2: Yes. They ask you for the password, and you give it to them. And then they're into your system, and they're reading your email, and they're getting ready to ransom you and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, now what they're trying to do is they're trying to use OneNote documents. OneNote? Exactly. You can really? Set up, yeah, exactly. You want to know why? Because it, most of the, of the uh, tools out there from Proofpoint or others that are doing mail scanning aren't looking for OneNote document attachments. Oh. They didn't. They don't expect to find the malware there, and so they're kind of, you know, letting it go by. So <laughs> the moral of the story is, you have to have enough layers of security, especially in your businesses, to prevent a malware attack. You need yes. to have a, a good email filter that's going to block attachments and, and things that could cause issues with your network. You need a good web defense technology so your people can't surf wherever they want to go. Um, you need two-factor authentication so that if some ding dong does give them the password they need that second factor to get in mm-hmm. and you also need security awareness training so you 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 keep your people thinking about being tricked right they have the training and then if you efficient you we do this with our clients all the time yeah. and man there are people you would never guess who keep clicking on this stuff <laughs> we call them clickers <laughs> and we throw them into remedial training right and they have to go look at it again but this is again the bad guys are saying, "Oh, okay, the uh, email filters are not using OneNote; they're not looking for OneNote uh, files. We're going to send the the fish that way, the attack oh. that way." So you always got to be on your toes, um, and uh, if you're not, they're going to get you. <laughs> Here, here's another
4: way to skirt the rules that we just discovered yesterday. Yeah, they the uh, the fishers are sending out file attachments. With a period at the end of the file name and the extension name. Okay. So, so if you've got a, f- if you if your email security system is filtering on, you know, a file extension name or even, you know, certain words in the file name of the attachment. Right. It's not going to get
2: recognized. Because it doesn't expect a dot at the end of the right. file. Right. So it lets it through. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's a good one. Why would they gosh, that's crazy. Why the I'm operating... telling you, we just found it yesterday. <laughs> so it'd be instead of a E X E, it'd be a dot EXE dot. dot. You can do I didn't even know you can do four characters at the end of a five. Yes, you can. You can have as many as, as, you, as you want. want really. That's the problem, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Dennis. So yeah, so you gotta be on your toes about all this stuff. Anything else you wanted to bring up?
4: Well, we got some interesting news in the world of AI.
2: Yeah. Um
4: We've been talking about things like, uh, you know, AI chat machines and mimicking humans and oh, yeah. deep fake videos and stuff. Yeah. This is a lot more constructive use
2: of AI, I think. Says you. Says me. All right. Okay. What, do you, what do you think AI? Now, how, what are we fixing? <laughs> what are we doing here, Dennis? Well,
4: there's a researcher in uh, Germany who's yeah. using AI to do something that was manually done for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and that is assembling... Uh, cuneiform texts that have been dug up in the Middle East that are potentially thousands of years old, like Sanskrit stuff, right? Okay, and they're little pieces of clay tablets with writing on them in a form of writing called cuneiform. Gotcha. Now they've been broken up over yep. the years, yep. And you can have a very mm-hmm. long text, but then you've got to get these little fragments together. Also, you have to assemble the Clay tablets themselves into the much longer document that they
2: are made up of. Okay, so like, It's like if you shredded a document and the FBI it, is going to go and exactly put it all back together. It's exactly
4: like reconstructing documents from shreds. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly like that. That was done manually for over 100 years mm-hmm. since these things have been found. Gotcha. Well, this researcher is using AI. He took a bunch of fragments yeah. from a particular collection and he encoded them, you know, in computer format with the cuneiform symbols yeah and he had AI analyze them and then stitch them together in the documents that they created. Uh, part of the process was like uh, it appears that this particular stash of fragments had uh, a almost a full example of the epic of Gilgamesh mm. which is a famous work from that era gotcha and it's a very long document. Now, the article that I've got doesn't say so, but I think that was his barometer of success that he was Mm -hmm. looking for because the only way that you can be sure that these documents are being assembled correctly Mm -hmm. is to have another document to refer to right? uh, to be able to say, yeah, we we collected this up here. These fragments are the Epic of Gilgamesh because we have another copy of it over here and we know what it says. Right. So I think he was using that as his measure of success for his method.
2: And it's really interesting stuff. Um, It is. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So you're using the AI to put put together all sorts of old texts and then they're like, oh, it's a recipe for soup. Right.
4: And they're rebuilding a a whole realm of literature that has been lost for a long time.
2: That's kind of also. I'm mean, I assume they're going to use AI for even password hacking, right? Because you, even if you have an encrypted password, they look for those types of, uh, you know, examples repeating, right? If you keep using them, if you if you encrypted the word password as password, believe it or not, the encryption would look the same, right? Every time because it's the it's going to end
4: up with the same hash, yeah. yeah.
2: So they're doing the same kind of thing to try to get into your your system nowadays with your password. So that's cool. AI, that's, a, I guess, a good use of, of AI. I wouldn't want to put that puzzle together myself manually. No. That's going to stink. And
4: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's been a pain in the neck for academia for a long time, and now it's going to be an easier process. Sounds good.
2: All right, guys. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock live on this frigid morning. Feel free to get online. you got Barbara and Joseph, and two lines open for you, 860 wtic is the number. No matter where you are on the planet, um, you, know, you can go ahead and pick up your cell phone, and it's, the long distance doesn't happen, anymore. we don't get charged long distance when using a cell phone, so you can call from wherever you'd like. Um, we're over on the old Facebooks as well. You can check us out there and post any questions you like there, and then coming up at 10.05, Matt Service will be in here from Environmental Office Solutions and talk to you about how they recycle ink cartridges. It's kind of cool. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. Thanks for getting online with us on this cold morning. 860-522-9842 is the number. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to Barbara in West Hartford first. What's happening, Barbara?
5: Hi. Um, I have a relatively new Dell desktop. I bought it in November of 21. All right. So, so frequently, I go to use a computer and it it, um, says it's like in recovery mode. I have to, you know, click recover. And then separately at a different time, I come up to use a computer and it's like the mouse is dead. And even the touch screen, I I have to wait several, quite a while before it sort of comes to life and I can use it. And Mm. both those things happen.
2: That doesn't sound useful.
4: That, that doesn't sound great at all. No. I wonder if there's a problem with the drive.
2: Mm. Yeah. It
4: could uh, be. Does it have an SSD or a spinny or a magnetic drive? Do you know?
5: Well, I have no clue. I'm not uh, fluent, okay. technically fluent, and unfortunately, I'm en route to someplace, so I'm not in front of my computer.
2: Okay. Do you, you do you leave it running all the time, Barbara?
5: Barbara. Yes. Yeah.
2: All right. That might be part of your problem, is that something's happening. It's a laptop or a PC?
5: It's no, it's a desk- PC.
2: All right. Desktop. So you could have a blink of power crashing it. Who knows how you left it. Is it going to sleep or is it uh, staying running?
5: I assume it's – I don't put it in sleep mode, so it's just on all the time.
2: All right. Okay. So number one, I think you need to reboot your machine more often by shutting it down. Uh, um so okay. Leaving it up all the time. Is an issue, and sometimes when you leave a machine running all the time, it, it gets interrupted, right? Somebody flips the, the power, blinks, or something like that, and that could mm. cause a corruption in your operating system. Maybe that's mm. why you're recovering. Okay. Um, and there could be something running. You, you know what you can do is run a system file checker. What do you think on that, Dennis?
4: I would do both system file check and a check disk.
2: And we can oh, uh, yeah. we can post instructions about that. Okay, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Windows 11 or hey. Windows 10. You didn't think to be a quiz, did you?
5: It's <laughs> I know. Well, it's uh, Windows 11.
2: All right, all right. We'll try to find uh, the instructions for Windows 11 System File Checker and, and Check Disk. And so, folks, just because we're telling Barbara to do that doesn't mean you have to do that to your machine. If your machine's not having any problems, don't don't run stuff just because I told you to run, <laughs> her to run it. Um,
5: so, so do you think leaving it up is the cause of both problems?
2: So it can, it can be, leaving a machine running 24-7, A, it's expensive, right? With with electricity, the cost that it is, you don't have to do that. Now, of course, in order to update your machine, it has to be on. But All to right. leave it up 24-7, I would contend, may cause you more trouble than it's worth. Um, okay. So I would tell you to use your machine and then shut it down. Um, okay. That would probably avoid any kind of flakiness that's happening in your home with power. All right. But sometimes you can leave it up so it gets updated, so it doesn't update when you want it when you want to use it. Because Microsoft is famous for, up, uh, you know what? You want to go ahead and do some work? Well, no, we're going to make sure we're doing an update on your system, and then your system is unusable as it's updating. It could also be what it's doing when you see that mouse issue where you're not—it's not able to respond yeah. to you. It could be doing an update in the background. That's true too, and.
5: Well, it, that that often it updates that often.
2: Uh, roughly potentially, Tuesday, potentially, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll went, right. run those tools, see what, the, what, the, what they come back with, um, see if everything's healthy. Um, okay. And if they find problems, if it's still under warranty, physical physical problems of the disc, you're going to have to get it uh, maybe uh, fixed from uh, from possibly okay. Dell.
5: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I appreciate um, getting you started on a fix. Thank you.
2: You got it, Barbara. All righty. Thanks for calling.
5: All righty. Bye-bye.
2: bye-bye. Yeah, I mean hard to diagnose further than that, but leaving a machine running all the time these days is is definitely not something you want to do.
4: Well, if it's not on a UPS. Right. Yeah. If you've got a UPS, you can probably get away with it. That's true.
2: Good point, Dennis. A UPS is is an an uninterruptible power supply. Right. And that means if you lose power, the machine then will say, ah, the UPS, if it's configured properly, will say to the machine, hey, buddy, we don't have commercial power right now. I can shut you down. And it'll do a nice shutdown, a nice and organized shutdown. And then when the power comes up, it'll say, hey, buddy, I got power again. Want to come back up? And then let the machine come back up. That's mm-hmm. the way a UPS is supposed to work. Correct. If you haven't configured that part, the battery will be like, hey, buddy, I'm running out of juice. It's like six <laughs> minutes in. And then it just crashes your machine. And all you've done is delay the inevitable for six whole minutes.
4: Um, well, what's nice is since Windows 7, yeah,
2: uh, that logic has been built into the operating system. Since Windows Seven, yes. As long as you're communicating with the machine, as the long UPS, as there's a yes. That's it. that is the real. That's the dicey part at this point. Right? Is the USB cable connected? Is it talking? Is the software mm-hmm. saying it? Otherwise, you've just extended the ine- inevitable. Let's go on to Joseph in Windsor next. Hey, what's cooking, Joseph?
1: Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, you've had this question over and over. I apologize, but it's say okay. it slow for an old guy with arthritis in his right hand, okay?
2: All right, no, no problem. <laughs> well, the beauty of this program is it's recorded. So. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I need a new computer. I want to get a, a, a desktop, you All know, right. a personal computer. Yep not going to do any gaming, no business. All I want to do is some streaming and kind of surf the Internet. Right. And uh, uh, I know you've given the basics, so okay. pl- please do it again.
2: We will. So we were coming against the hard break here because Morgan's going to give the news at the bottom of the hour. So I'm going to put you on hold, and then we'll get back to those specs. Okay. All right, okay. thanks. You got it, Joseph. So we'll get to what you should be considering these days, and two lines, three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number, and then coming up at ten oh five, Matt Service will be in from Environmental Office Solutions, and he's going to go through the wild, crazy world of recycling an ink cartridge. Wild. Yes, it's a dirty job.
4: We'll oh, be right. I believe it. <laughs>
2: we'll be right back. And we are back. Two lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And uh, Joseph was on the line before uh, Morgan's news break here. Let's go back to Joseph. So what to get is your yes, question. Sir. All right. So we all the first thing you want to look for is the the generation of CPU that you're going to be getting. I'm going to tell you to stick with Intel. Um, that's, the, that's what we've been using forever. It's the leader in the market. And and you want to find uh, the latest CPU you can find, all right? Don't want to buy a 4th gen or 6th gen CPU. If you find them out there, which you will, by the way, you're going to think it's a deal, and it's not, Mm -hmm. all right? Um, It's just they're selling you old technology. So look for maybe 11th, 12th, and there's even 13th gens. We like to stick with the odd numbers, although I guess the 12th gen has gotten better. Okay. Um, So the other thing is now i5 versus i7. I would stay away from i3. Because you may want to do more with this machine at some point, and if it's an i3, it doesn't have a lot of compute power.
1: Okay, so i5 uh, or i7, i7. Yes. And and what does that i mean?
2: Uh, Intel, and it's a, oh, it's, oh, okay. a it's a it. the CPUs are broken down into different flavors. So i3, i5, i7, even i9. Okay. And then there is even there's differences within that too. So. You can find multi- We can get really crazy here, but there's mm-hmm. there's a quantity of cores you could be looking at, and each each processor could have a, you know, five core, not five cores. Usually it's even numbered uh, cores, okay. and um, don't go too crazy there. You know, mm-hmm. four, six cores, whatever. You should be okay in a consumer level. Um, gigahertz speed doesn't really matter that much either. Either for what you said, but if you're in the two and a half to three gigahertz speed, you'll be good. We're probably giving you more details than we have given. No, most people no, on that's that
1: time. fine. So, so two and a half to three. Call from mom.
0: Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
4: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
2: for the gigahertz right gigahertz yeah okay great 16 gigs of ram minimum 16 Um, windows 11 probably wants even more these days but 16 gigs 16 is enough yeah Okay. And then a solid-state drive. So we're going to want you to be using a 500-gig solid-state drive would be our minimum recommendation these days. You could get away with something smaller based on what you said you were going to use it for, but mm-hmm. you don't want to find yourself with just a big operating system using all your space, and then you can't really do anything else.
1: Right, Because Microsoft
2: right. is not getting any smaller.
1: Okay, and that was 500
2: what? 500 uh, gigabytes of uh, solid-state hard drive. Okay. okay. And, and that should do it. I mean, it, that most video cards are going to do fine with streaming, especially if it's a modern machine like this mm-hmm um and you'll spend if you spend about a grand okay it should give you six or more years of of service if you find it's too little, like five hundred bucks it's not a thousand dollar computer half off there's a reason it's only five hundred
5: dollars uh okay
2: okay right. you're not getting a deal per se. Okay. Now, before I lose you, now
1: you said uh, we. Before I think the defender for safety,
2: kind of. Yeah, that works. Windows Defender is going to come with the operating system.
1: It comes with it. Okay. okay. And uh, be, long ago, you were talking about Open DNS.
2: Is that something mm-hmm. I still need? Yes. Keep okay. Configure that.
4: And that you can implement now before right. you even get a new computer.
1: Huh. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. So. And, do, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead with no. your question.
1: No, I was going to say, uh, I thought you said something about you have to that you have to plug into your router or something?
2: To make it holistic, you would configure the OpenDNS within your firewall, yes, your router, so that when you hand out an IP address to whoever comes into your home's network, they okay. are protected with using OpenDNS's configuration. So, yes, you'd want to do it from your DHCP server within your firewall. It's the thing that hands out IP addresses to your devices. Okay,
1: so. so that leads to my next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got a uh, gonet, and I look at what I'm assuming is the router. They they attach to the wall, and there's a power cord going in, and then there's another cord coming out to looks like some kind of broadcaster, a little you know six inch high thing, that it, you know it's wireless, right, and. And that's it. Uh, I don't see any plugins other than that. Broadcaster has one plug for it says LAN. Yep. So. <laughs> so they
2: gave. So they gave you the box on the wall is the yep. quote unquote fiber modem as I look at it, and okay. then the other other device is a is your firewall is your wireless access point firewall. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, so that's the device. So when you. Most likely, the, the to access the device, you're going to go to one nine two one six eight one dot one. If I had to guess, that's what they used. Okay. And they should have given you the admin password to get uh-huh. in there and configure it. So you'd want to change that password, obviously. Okay. Yep. And then you're going to want to uh, go into the DHCP settings, and and we're going to put a link up to open D, how to configure Open DNS on a firewall. Did Did you know? Happen to know the make or the model or make of the firewall they provided you? Um, uh, geez,
1: it's in the other room. I wanted to say it started with an N or something. Could oh, that...
2: that's not enough?
4: Uh, <laughs> maybe Netgear? a Night,
2: neck gear, Nighthawk could be any of those things. No, well, Nighthawk is neck gear. Oh, no, that's well, why you're here, not. Dennis. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it wasn't either one of those.
2: So, you know. call us back and let Carolyn know what the make and model of the firewall they're providing, and we'll try to find instructions on how to. Get into
4: oh, that okay. Uh, in the meantime, we can post uh, a page from OpenDNS. Yeah, and it's got a list of the different brands in in, mm-hmm. in and instructions for that. So, okay. at worst, you'll have to browse that page and see what you need.
1: Yeah, okay. And and you post that on ComputerTalk uh, uh,
4: dot com? You got it. I knew you could. Bingo. Do it. I knew. Okay. You and it's also on Facebook and Twitter at Okay. Tab okay. Computer and, Systems. On and each when of those. you. St- when you said this show
1: is recorded, wh- wh- is that like a podcast or something? What, yes. What, oh, okay.
2: You can go to our that same Computer Talk site and download the Odyssey app, and basically it's an app you put on your computer or your phone, and mm-hmm. uh, you can listen to us whenever you want. Great, great. Twenty four seven Computer Talk shows because we've got so many out there. You can probably waste a month. Your life, twenty-four-seven listening to us. You like torture. Okay.
1: Now, as far as is the my old computer, I remember I threw a disc in it, and the the disc loaded everything else. Now, what happens now? Same kind of deal, or what?
2: Um, We just wave your hand over it when you turn it on. You got to wave your hand over it and just do three circles over the top of the computer. You're and kidding me. Nope. That's what Microsoft tells you to do. Of course I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 it'll just it'll just turn on and load and it it'll then it'll say I have to update. And you'll be like, wait a minute, I'm, you're brand new. What do you mean you have to update? And you yeah, walk away for a few hours and you're like, Jeez, I wanted to use this thing, <laughs> but I guess I can't. It'd be like t- it'd be like buying a, a tool, like a I would go for me, going to the home depot, buying a buying a drill and the drill saying, I'm sorry, Eric, you really can't use this until I update. And it's gonna sit there <laughs> and update for a few hours. Uh, And then after all that, you'll reboot it and pray. That you should do. And then when it comes up after you pray, then you're all set.
1: Okay, excellent. (laughs) Well, uh, my head is spinning here already. I'm going to go to my old computer and turn around three times and hope it revives. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hop on one
2: foot, tap your head, rub your stomach at the same time. (laughs) Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You got it, Joseph. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, brand new systems. I mean, my goodness.
4: Yeah, it's unfortunate too. And when they say that you need to update Windows, you do. You probably do. Yeah. Because sometimes those initial images that they install, right. they can be up to like a year or two old. Right. I've seen
2: it. Mm-hmm. It really, it really drives me bonkers. Yep. So update your system. We're going to step out for a quick break, and Monica, hang on. Three lines open for you guys. Eight six, And we are back. And you know what? <laughs> listener called in and told us what the router was. And, of course, we could have used the internets, I guess, and figured it out ourselves, too. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) So, GoNetSpeed uses a Nokia. Uh, It's a Nokia beacon. And so we'll put the link up there for you. And the key to this is if you go and get high-speed fiber connections, right, anything like 500 megabits and up, you need to upgrade your router to be able to handle that throughput. Um, So they're going to give you this humongous pipe into your home of bandwidth. And if you've got a six-year-old router, it doesn't understand that amount of bandwidth. Now, again, I've told you a bazillion times, you don't need that much bandwidth. But if you want to buy it, go ahead. Uh, I don't care. Um, But don't complain when you're not getting what you say you paid for because there's lots of bottlenecks in your system. Um, So the firewall itself has to have enough LAN-WAN throughput to send 500 megabits up and down. So it needs to be able to support that then you need to make sure you don't have any 100 megabit nic uh, switches in your home like i found even myself uh, you never realize how old the switch is 10 100 switch i was using down in the, in one of the rooms got to make sure they're all gigabit speeds and then of course your computer i was just at a client just yesterday having issues with her connections to her mac it's a 10 year old mac and she's not connecting at gigabit speeds Right. some of the problems that you assume that you assume these days is that you assume the technology is current um, but it's not so uh, there's a lots of steps in there to make sure you're gonna get what you're paying for and uh, we'll put links if we can find the configuration of the Nokia as far as if it's on maybe it is on go netSpeed Dennis what do you think well, I mean uh, do you think that open DNS has a Nokia config
4: uh I don't know I was looking and I haven't found one yet That's okay. uh, but we'll keep we'll keep trying
2: all right we're gonna go to Monica quick here what's going on Monica and Cromwell
4: Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? We can. Okay.
0: Awesome. And you're very clear, too. First of all, thank you so much. The service you guys provide is awesome. Thank I you. listen every week. Awesome. So very much appreciated. Our pleasure. Um, so I have kind of a silly, I'm going to call it a hardware question. Um, so I just started going into, um, into Hartford working. Um, I work for a big company, and I mostly work from home for the last two years. Yeah. When I go into the company and I uh, log in, my setup is exactly the same. I have two same Dell monitors at home and at work. Mm-hmm. I have the same keyboard, and I have the same mouse. Yep. Okay. And my, my and I have a ThinkPad. When I go to work, I'm fine, I have no problems, I log in, I work. When I come home and I and I completely shut down, completely shut down at work. Mm-hmm. When I come home and I restart my system, my mouse goes crazy. It's like it's hyper, hyper sensitive and sometimes my one of my monitors has like big big fonts on it. Um it's just like it can't get back to the settings i guess if you will that i have at home which should be the same because it's all the same equipment
2: same it's the same um dock
0: yeah it does, oh and that's the right same thing it's the same dell docking little block mm. and my pad is a thinkpad um and the uh, the mouse and the keyboard are Lenovo, and they are
2: wireless. How funny is that? So you work for a big company. You've got a one brand laptop, a different brand for a dock, and a different <laughs> brand for the keyboard and mouse. That's weird. <laughs> um,
0: it's Well, it's what they gave me, and the yeah. bells were awesome because I was very thrilled to get those and work at home, and I have a yeah. nice workstation at home. So, okay. But it's all the same equipment.
2: Well, that makes no sense that it would freak out and give you the zoomies like that. What do right. you think? Uh, no, it doesn't make any
4: sense at all. Um, okay. I'm wondering if there could be something about the environment where the d- – and I'm concentrating on the dock.
2: Mm, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. may not be why, exactly the same.
4: Because okay. it might not be exactly the same. When it comes to docks, um, they will crank some out and they'll look exactly the same because they they're in the same cabinet or mm-hmm. housing. Mm-hmm. But the the hardware inside can be completely different. Um, and okay. they don't necessarily uh, handle electrical connections, which is what a keyboard and mouse are, quite the same. Um, what I would do, if I were you, mm-hmm. is I would purposely switch the docks. Yeah. Take the home dock okay. to work. Gotcha. Yeah. Then take the work dock home. Right. And then see how everything behaves. And <laughs>
5: I will do that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That
4: You see, this is...
2: This the is problem what we the problem to the work geeks.
4: Unfortunately, we can't really guide you through all of the possible diagnostic know, steps because timid, you're going to go right. through a bunch of stuff. But yep. that is the first to, thing that I would try. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I was trying to, like I said, make the variables, hey, this is all the same equipment. If it was right. different equipment, that would be one thing. So I will do that, um, and um, I'll plan to go ahead and, and see if that's if that's the issue. And I might even be able to get another docking station at home and see if that works. Um, yeah. The other thing that I'm actually doing, and I hate that I'm doing it, but it's like I'm just putting in a wired mouse, and probably just have to change out, and maybe I have to have wired stuff at home. Uh,
5: can can
4: I work. can I like be honest about wireless mice and keyboards? Yes. Not a fan. Yeah. We're Never yeah. have been. Um, yeah. Wired. Wired will will always be superior to wireless.
2: We we just yeah, put a bunch I'd of hardware always. in for a fire department, and we of course use wired keyboards and mice, and there's a lady there like, nope, we're going to do wireless. I'm like, okay, but you're going to change a lot of batteries. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well,
4: and it's yeah. not just the batteries. It's the fact that wireless technology is always, owned, mm. even just a little bit flakier than wired. Yep. yep. Always. And I
0: understand that because I I, did that with my, I'm now wired for my printer. Yeah. Um, the reason why I try to go wireless, I have a little kitty, and I'm trying to just do as less wires
5: um, uh, right. around Understood. the house yeah so
4: understood
0: <laughs> that's that's really honestly kind of because he's a chewer so um oh Do I ask a second question or do yeah. I not have the time no we're good okay all right my second question is I am and I'm one of those terrible people that I have not cut my cable my bill is now going to go up to like 270 oh my goodness um, so yeah and I'm so but I'm nervous about it because I do that's my leisure I do watch shows and I'll figure it out um, at some point. But what I want to do is kind of step-by-step baby steps. First is Mm -hmm. I was thinking, why don't I even pay? I'm paying $15 for a modem um, router. Mm -hmm. And the modem router that I have, this is Xfinity, is an AERIS T63482G or 6. Very, very good. Um, it has a, it has, it has a phone coming into it because I do have a home phone on purpose. So oh, I can, when I don't want people to call me, I basically give them my home phone, um, or text <laughs> because I don't want to spam. Oh, that's, I'm so sick uh, of spam. Okay. So I do have a home phone. It's kind of free right now because it's bundled with Xfinity. Oh, it's free. So all I right. want
2: to,
0: ch- yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. With what i pay 275
2: hours is not free. Uh-huh,
0: exactly. So if I wanted to switch out, let's just say I'm going to go baby steps. I'm going to switch (laughs) out my router, um, save the $15. Um, I want to be able to use that own equipment, obviously still kind of keep the phone. And then once I, you know, kind of get a YouTube package, see if it all works, then I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm done with cable. Um, So I expect to do that within the next month or two (laughs) because the bill is getting crazy. But I wanted to see how I can do this with my own equipment because I... I don't know if they're going to ask me to rent equipment. Xfinity seems to say you can bring your own equipment. You can.
2: Oh. So um, you're doing this in the backwards way. I know. I know it's a baby step. You think you want to take, but I would do it in the other way. So you're okay. you're worried about your entertainment, right? You're worried about missing out on something. So YouTube TV, if it's, I think it still does <laughs> this, is going to give you like 30 days to a, or 15 days of a free trial. Okay. And you can put it on your cell phone if you want and cast it to your TV. You could. You can. What type of TV do you have, Monica? Um, Is so it smart? I have
0: a Fire TV in my bedroom, and I have—I do not have a smart TV down in the okay. in my living room, that's but fine. I do have a Roku device that's hooked
2: up to it. That's smart enough. Mm-hmm. So the Roku, you just go ahead and load the YouTube TV app, yep. and go ahead and watch TV, and I, you're going to see all your local channels. It's sixty-nine dollars, okay. I think, roughly sixty-nine dollars um, um, for the YouTube TV. And you'll see if it entertains you enough, right? There's going to be tons of channels on there. And if you don't like that, there's other ones like Sling and others that you can Hulu and Fubu. We've given all sorts of uh, options as far as what you should try. Just, just try it.
0: Will my internet be enough with a um, now streaming TV and no longer having cable? My internet is, I'm paying for an eight, 800.
2: 800? Apps? Monica, it's, that's-, that's more than I have. Oh okay, That's you what only my said. you only need, <laughs> so you, don't a, need that. you only need hundred and fifty megabits. How many people in your home
0: just just myself oh my but God. I have a lot of I have a lot of devices that the are the
2: device is a bunch of baloney, you're only one person. Okay. Right? Unless okay. you have a humidifier like me that's talking to China and making sure <laughs> it knows a dehumidifier. No, I
0: do have a dehumidifier, but no, yeah. I try to avoid those types of appliances <laughs> if possible.
2: Yeah, so the, the whole device scam has always been a scam, right? It's, it's important okay. maybe in a business, but we've got clients that have been using 10 megabits for internet because they can't get anything good in their area for, for 30 yeah. people. Right, You're one person with more internet than most small business enterprises have.
0: So does living in a condo complex um, change that? Because pay, I thought maybe no, maybe no, it doesn't. So because no. I thought maybe it needs to be, I was excited because once I started working at home, I wasn't dropping. I was, right. you know, I basically was was having the right speed, So cool. I just set up set upon it. But if I can lower that, because now I'm adding up between the internet's still going to be, I think, a hundred dollars.
2: Right, I you're going to probably gonna spend about a hundred bucks for your internet. Um and that's I mean I pay $39 with GoNetSpeed.
0: Yeah, and I I keep I keep asking GoNetSpeed to come to our our area but we have underground wires yeah, so I don't know if they're going to do that. So that's start incredible.
2: Let's just start okay. your process first by checking out how you like streaming TV services. Okay. And then if you do, yes, the other alternatives are great. You'd have to go to like a Staples or something and say, "Hey, I got Comcast. I need a modem that does internet and phone." I'd tell you to get rid of that phone too, but we can get we'll know. Take that I'm one I I'm working
0: time. I'm working on it. Yeah. i just, yeah.
2: And, and so see if you like streaming, and then you call Comcast first and say, hey, you guys, I don't want to pay for $800. i am going to get rid of my cable TV package, and then I'm just going to go ahead down to 100 megabit or whatever their smallest package is. They're going to probably tell you their smallest package is 200 megabits or something like that, but it okay. still might be only about $100 or less. Um, okay. Or you can threaten to quit the whole thing and then get an even bigger deal there, but...
0: Um, I'm always working on that angle too. So, yeah. but I, I do realize this is just—it's it, been a ridiculous. And I'm trying to learn this so I can do it with my mom. Because my mom doesn't even watch TV, and I tell her about this, but she doesn't have smart TVs. It's she's 84, so yeah. I'm going to do the process first. Um, yeah. It just—it feels like. You know, so many steps. Um, when I buy a uh, when I buy a modem um, mm-hmm. router, mm-hmm. can I just connect it and it works? But
2: like no, you're gonna have to call Comcast and they're gonna ask you for the MAC address of this of the of the modem. Okay. Then you're gonna have to configure a, a router. We've given examples of recommendations for routers out there. I like the Linksys yeah. um, flavors, so okay. there'll be a little bit of learning curve on that. That's why I'm having you go with the easy side first. Okay. Alright, see if you and even the like streaming. Side
5: being get the, the streaming YouTube.
0: Yeah. Streaming. Yep. And then you're saying don't change the equipment, keep right now what I have. Right, renting. lower
2: the speed. Yeah. Yep,
0: lower the and speed. And get rid
2: of your TV package.
0: Yep, get rid of that's, that's a good the start. Big one. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. That sounds like a plan. All and right, thank you guys again. You guys are awesome.
2: <laughs> thanks, Monica. We appreciate <laughs> it.
0: All right, take All
4: right.
2: care. You, you too, bye bye. We're gonna be here until eleven o'clock. Stick around. Matt Service is gonna be in talking about ink cartridges next. We'll be right back. T-Mobile
4: has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today